0: Hi everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the Something Good For You podcast. The all new Something Good For You podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I am one of your two co-hosts, Alex Stiff, and across from me
1: is... Cap Nunn, bandmates... Co-songwriter, co-partner in all of this madness that we continue to put on ourselves. (laughs) That is right. Yes,
0: uh, we are recording here from my place, uh, doing it guerrilla style, recording on our cell phones for this episode. Uh, Screw it. (laughs) We wanted to do something fun. Uh, Fifth Man Radio uh, spawned all this, but we figured uh, with Steve being as busy as he is, uh, we always wanted to provide some new content and continue to release new stuff. So it wouldn't really be Fifth
1: Man Radio without him. So we decided to create our own show. And I'll just go ahead and throw this out there just just, uh, because, and it'd be a good plug for the studio too. uh, Steve's been working on an album by this European hardcore group called Vendetta. And he's been mixing and mastering it yeah. for them. And uh, I'm not sure when the release date on that will be. But definitely follow Vendetta on all of the social media outlets. And I'm sure that will be plugging a release date here within the near future. Oh, yeah. And, and- there's going to be a Fifth Man Radio episode dedicated to the
0: whole thing. Steve's already been working in a way to get the Vendetta guys through Skype and re- uh, record a dual- little interview with them and talk about their
1: history because they go back way far. Yep. Yep a lot of uh, Steve had a lot of experience in Europe. I don't know if you've anybody has heard uh, if you haven't listened to the uh, previous episodes of Fifth Man Radio but very extensive and now he's getting work through uh, a lot of his old his old uh, uh cronies on the road overseas and it's pretty exciting the kind of work that he's getting now and it's consistent Damn. and he'll uh, we'll have him back on to tell everybody all about it when the time comes, too. Oh, yeah. And
0: there's still going to be Fifth main Radio episodes. We're going to kind of run these side by side. Uh, Fifth main Radio is going to be a lot more about music. Um, here, anything goes. We're because hell we're recording in this room here. Uh, Usually our little warm up is uh, we've got a Nintendo sixty four hooked up along with an old uh, NES and some Atari and everything. And usually we'll just bust through a few games of that just kind of warming up before we record. But uh, today we're actually listening to new music, so that kind of got us warmed up for all this. But yeah, so anything anything
1: kind of goes on this except
0: for politics. Fuck that shit. That's not something good for you. We're gonna treat this like yeah,
1: this is our uh, hurricane party episode, even yeah. though it's just been raining over here in Charlotte, North Carolina with the uh, Hurricane Florence activity rolling in. Yeah, uh,
0: every, everyone's been... <laughs> Side note, so I went out to fucking Target on Tuesday, because uh, their Halloween collection was supposed to be out, and we walked by the food section. Fucking mobs of little white girls filling up their carts full of bread and water and milk. Do I'm like, it. you've got to be kidding me. All
1: of the cliche hurricane prep it's shit. Like, look,
0: we're about a good three and a half hours from the coast. Okay. The coast is definitely getting devastated. They have a reason to evacuate. They have a reason to worry about this shit. We in Charlotte are probably just going to get a bad rainstorm, and that's what I was saying all week long. It's going to be just a bad rainstorm that no one would even flinch at
1: anyway. And there's p- parts around Charlotte that are definitely flooded, and it's and it's very inconvenient for everybody living around them and everything. It but. definitely
0: is, but it's like it was not to the point that everyone was freaking out the Tuesday before. Because today's really been the only day we've had any issues. We're recording this on the uh, Sunday And, yeah, this is the only day we've had issue. And the previous Tuesday, people were freaking out about it. It was wiping out store shelves.
1: And I hear this around this time of year every year since I've been living in Charlotte where they say, oh, this is going to be the most intense hurricane since Hurricane Hugo or whatever. And I'm like, I heard that last year. (laughs) I, I had a guy
0: from work that was like worried that we weren't, well, not really worried. He was kind of hoping,
1: but still he was like,
0: yeah, I don't think we're going to be coming in Monday. (laughs) Yeah, I think we are.
1: (laughs) Oh, I know. We've had to, uh, I work where I work, we base it around FedEx's schedule, and that didn't shift at all. No, and that's the thing is
0: like if the mail and if FedEx is running, we're my my place of business is running too. We're an online distribution company, so yeah, we we do all our business online. So the majority of our customer base is not affected by this hurricane. So, (laughs) no, and our hearts definitely go out to especially uh, folks down in the coast that we do know, Myrtle Beach and all that area, because it is getting really rough. So, I'm I'm glad they heeded their warnings because they are the ones that definitely needed to prepare this. The folks specifically in Charlotte and even further up north that were losing their minds that I'm just sitting here going, no. you." That's, <laughs> what I hope they wind up doing is taking all these provisions they wind up stocking up on and donate them to the coast that's actually going to wind up needing it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do that. Please. <laughs>
0: Assholes! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> like seriously, because we walked by them, we were just like, all the bread was. Bread goes bad. Yeah. And if you're buying milk because the power goes out, why are you getting something that needs to be f- kept cold so you're going to keep opening up your fridge and
1: ruining everything else in the fridge? And then everybody else is saying, like, oh, I'm going to get some, get a 12-pack of beer and stack it in there, too, and get drunk for this stuff. I mean, like, yeah, that's fine, too, but that goes bad. That just, uh, that just gets warm. Yeah. It's like,
0: <laughs> oh, it's, So we, we just grabbed a few bags of nuts and some beef jerky, and we were like, Word, <laughs> we're good. It's like we picked up things that had protein and won't go
1: bad. Bad. I think I went, went the uh, made the worst choice of all and got a bag of double double stuff Oreos <laughs> for ni- my night and in some the space hurricane. cakes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I enjoyed the hell out of my night, just being fat and sassy. And <laughs> I had no plans whatsoever. And as busy as we are, it was kind of relaxing. <laughs> not bad. No, it, it's it's not
0: really been bad. This morning has been a little rough, but. Like I said, nothing worse than you know just some really bad rain, you
1: know. Yeah, it's just icky and fucking gross out.
0: Yeah, and just for the amount of time that it's been raining, you know, just and the amount that it's been windy, you know, just certain branches and just you've got foliage everywhere. But the overall, it's it's not any sort of life threatening or freak out thing that folks were really. Concerned be wary about. of the
1: trees, though. Yeah, be wary of the trees. I got a friend. I got a roommate who uh, cuts down tree. Who uh, cuts down branches. Uh, for contract work, and uh, yeah, he's he's staying pretty busy, or he's going to be pretty, bu- pretty busy these next couple of weeks, I'd imagine. <laughs> I find it funny
0: because uh, in my complex, we've got a bunch of trees around. We got an email sent out, and only one of our areas – they were saying evacuate cars so people could come in and trim branches. And we, like, looked out ours. It wasn't ours. It was actually our old spot because we just moved around the corner. That's right. It, it was it was actually a post for those buildings saying evacuate your cars during this time and the other. Uh, that way we can uh, uh, trim the branches. So we're sitting here going, okay, cool. Yeah, they definitely need it. But then we looked out our current one, and we we're like, mm, there's a couple big trees out here that could use a little bit, too. Y'all Kinda don't take care of Kind of lean a little bit. <laughs> we like power, too. Thank you.
1: <laughs> there, I saw a couple of trees get... Giant trees get demolished on the way up here and everything, too. So, yeah, if people are... Well, this will be be, how long before before this will all be said and done by the time this comes out, but still. (laughs) I don't know.
0: It depends on how quick. I might edit this one. It'll probably be a quick edit. Yeah. I might edit
1: this one and get it sent out pretty quick. The phone stuff's pretty easy. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. It's different because when we go into the into the studio, we always have mics hooked up to a computer because, you know, starting off uh, this podcast, I figured we have all the equipment to do it guerrilla style anyway, and we're just kind of learning on the fly. Yeah, and we have the Zoom recorder, but it's just not with us today. Yeah, <laughs> I left it at Steve's because... The st- not only is he staying busy engineering, but I'm doing a lot of regular session work over there now, too. So I just bring my toolbox if I ever need all the little things that come along with it. Yeah. And I
0: left my SD card at work because I recorded band practice with it and I forgot to pull the audio.
1: We're just the worst. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So with all of that in mind, this is just a new show that we're giving a try and who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens with
1: it. I just. Yeah. It's just a good excuse to do a podcast every week.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, essentially, uh, what we just wanted to do is just kind of get together and anything that we like
1: or uh, dislike, just kind of bitch about it. And we already kind of bitched some. (laughs) I'll I'll bitch a little bit about what we kind of brought up last week about how – Deep Purple is the most underwhelming headliner (laughs) still. Yeah, because you wound up making it out to the show.
0: I didn't because, again, with me being busy, as soon as I got picked up from work, we were like, okay, we're going to run this errand and this errand. And by the time we did that, we were hungry. And it was like, shit, we're not paying food for the (laughs) live nation. We're not paying live nation food. So by the time we started tallying it up, we were like, shit, we're going to wind up just, no, we wound up missing it out. Plus, it actually started raining and where we were which is why I texted
1: you going right? how's the show asshole oh it was dry <laughs> I mean there was not a drop of rain at all from where we were seeing the show it was actually very very nice it was lightning picking up a little bit here and there yeah but but it was but how kind of, was it though it, Judas Priest uh, was pretty fucking awesome like they normally did and of course Rob Halford was just exhausted after like three songs because he's wearing so much leather and <laughs> such <laughs> elaborate costumes and and high-pitched screaming his ass off too but still nailed just about everything yeah and he was he was playing a lot of cuts that called for a lot of effort <laughs> <laughs> like painkiller and free will burn and i was really excited that he played those yeah because <laughs> but a lot of that is <laughs> <it from shit. laughs> so so the woo girl the, the rob halford woo girl in me was very satisfied <laughs> God bless. God bless Anna Bonilla. She went with me to the show. I was fangirl. Oh, that was cool. I was fangirling all over Rob Halford, and she was there for a living after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> so she got to see your total geekness firsthand on that one. And they were playing some fucking fan service tunes too. They played a uh, Sinner, and where it was just like a lot of like guitar shred too. And the uh, Andy Sneap, the guy that filled in for Glenn Tipton, nailed everything too. But it's really funny to watch because he's balding and wearing the fucking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> priest get up <laughs> with the leather and studs. I'm not used to seeing a priest guitarist with barely any hair, right? <laughs> uh, but how was Deep Purple? I mean, I kind of knew it was going to be o- underwhelming based on uh seeing them last year follow Alice Cooper Did you and stay it was- the whole time. No, okay, <laughs> no, we watched uh.
0: They opened with Highway Star, which I knew they were going to do. <laughs> this is one of the few times I wish we had
1: had cameras in here because the look on your face. No, <laughs> and of course Anna was, and of course Anna was hanging out. She's a casual, deep purple fan too, and we were both just kind of like just expressing our disappointment by the third song because Rob Halford comes out in his you know leather and studs and fucking kills it. Rock star, yeah, uh, backdrop, rock star show fucking everything and then deep purple comes out in their dad shirts <laughs> <laughs> and in galan barely fuck can barely sing i mean he's, he's still in key and everything but you know how 70 year old rock singers just struggle like oh, a yeah, motherfucker yeah, yeah. with it, all that stuff
0: the same thing like you know um i love the new blondie record but it's like you can hear the age in debbie harry's voice you know it's like it's, it's just you can't
1: hide it right but with debbie harry i'm sure she can get away with it because she's not screaming highway star, highway star style <laughs> vocals or anything like that. No, uh, hearing her
0: try to belt out "Heart of Glass" now.
1: Ah, uh, but that's uh, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. I need to wa- yeah, th- watch. Yeah, think, think about those opening notes. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. But yeah, yeah. we bailed. Uh, they played pictures of home, which is a uh, uh, deep cut off of Machine Head. That was the second song, and I was yeah. like. Maybe after this one, we'll leave. <laughs> and then the third song comes on, we're like, all right, let's get the fuck out. <laughs> and then the the response online from it was, based, was pretty similar to mine, too, where everybody said that it was just underwhelming and disappointing and sucks because I love Deep Purple, but the whole dynamic of all the lineup changes... I don't, I don't see how they're weird. still getting the headliner bill in all this. Then,
0: with with everything you even talked about on uh, the last Fifth Man Radio,
1: where we just did it ourselves. Maybe uh, it's just a legacy thing or a seniority thing, since they're older than Judas Priest. but even with the Alice Cooper run, Alice yeah, Cooper the seniority is, doesn't work in that, does it? No, I guess whoever their booking agent is in the states hooks them up. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. No, and the thing is, it's like I've started becoming less and
0: less enthused with the arena shows. Me too. I mean, because my number one band, Kiss, I love them to death, but I saw them on that Kiss Motley Crue tour and it was just horrible. Both bands were horrible. Vince was barely singing the entire show. They, they clearly had backdrop songs because I had... The entire lead up to it, I was like, "No, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going." Day of, I look on Craigslist. I find like some cheap ass lawn tickets for like fifteen dollars. I was like, "You know, so why not? Why the fuck not?" So I, I get them. I meet them. It was like a block away from the place. So like walking up to the uh, amphitheater, I was like, "Oh, cool. Thanks, dude. Pick up. Walk up there and hand her the money." And as I'm walking up, and they're like, "Hey, you can upgrade your seats for like ten bucks." So I did the small upgrade. So I was right. I was kind of uh, stage right uh, audience to the. Uh, to the left of everything. And right. I, I was right next to one of the big speakers. <clears throat> so I could hear everything really clear coming out of the speaker. And for Motley Crue set, for like Kickstart My Heart, it was the album versions of the <laughs> woes and the yas.
1: Oh, yeah. Those backing tracks, they, that's pretty... Obvious that those were like, even from watching DVDs and live footage that would come on VH1 Classic that I would watch, it was very obvious that those
0: were pre-recorded. And it's like like even the stage show now, is it was just, it was ridiculous. And and even with Kiss,
1: uh, a lot of their bomb explosions come through the PAs. I guess if you're putting – when the the show is trying to carry the music at both of the <laughs> stages of yeah, their career. and, and that's the
0: thing is like I love Kiss, but they need to stop. And it's like I've seen it live. They need to stop because yeah. everyone's like, oh, don't judge the videos. Okay, fine. I didn't judge the videos. I went and saw it myself. I plopped down $25 and saw Kiss. When the backing <laughs> tracks are carrying your music, you got a problem. And I, it wasn't even – because Kiss doesn't really play with a lot of backing tracks. Their issue was just Paul's voice. Paul's voice is just gone. It was the backing tracks with uh, Motley Crue and Vince just not singing. And just I just don't like the band. It's like, I tried, yeah. I, tried I tried, I tried, I tried. I just really don't like Motley Crue. There's, I can give them two songs. I can give them Live Wire and Kicks Out My Heart.
1: They were the five-finger death punch of the 80s. Sorry.
0: I would like them a lot better if, uh, if I had like an entire album of instrumentals. And Mick I, like, Mars is a, I think I like the
1: music. It's just Vince's voice gets all over me. I can't stand it. And Mick Mars is an excellent guitar player, and Tommy Lee's kind of like Lars Ulrich, where you catch yourself air drumming more to Tommy Lee and Lars Ulrich material than you do anything else because of the way the <laughs> drums you hate are recorded. Them. Yet we hate them. <laughs> They're yeah. just douchebags. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, they just all seem like the worst humans. <laughs> I've read The Dirt, and it's douchey as fuck. <laughs> In even, hindsight, I hadn't even had to read the dirt, and I just look at Tommy Lee, and I'm like, "You." It's a fun book. I look at Nikki Six, and I go, "You." <laughs> it's a it, it's a fun book because it's because Nikki's pretty articulate with uh, the way his ghostwriter wrote his all all his stuff. Yeah. Vince was pretty <laughs> like Vince was pretty douchey with the way the or his attitude came off douchey. The ghostwriter was guy. really good with it. What's up? What. Oh, no, never mind. But I know we're stumbling. But uh, the oh no, Tommy you'll, Lee, you'll hear in the episode. But the Tommy Lee, uh, the Tommy Lee chapters were always just you'd lose brain cells reading the Tommy Lee chapters because oh. they always started off with, "Dude,
0: <laughs> I get I lose brain cells just listening to Tommy Lee and, and that bullshit that was going on like like the feuding between him and his son. Have you seen all that online? Yeah, I was like, come on, y'all, get it offline, right? <laughs> Come on! If we, anyway, it's like no, you're so fifty. So no, I saw Molly Crew and it's and those two and it's that kind of killed it for the arena shows for me or you know the amphitheater outdoor big band shows like that because it's like ah, it just it it wasn't fun. I'll
1: tell you mine that kind of ruined it for me. I mean I've always like I've been indifferent about arena shows for some time now. Depending on what depending on who's playing. If it's Iron Maiden in an arena, then that's going to be fun. Like, yes. I saw them twice in the past couple of years, yeah, it also, it.
0: Well, I was going to say, it also has to come down to the band, because anytime time I've seen Alice Cooper, that was great.
1: The Misfits, I went to the Misfits reunion show, or one of the Misfits of reunion the shows, bitch. in Los Angeles, uh, back in January. Asshole. I mean...
0: Asshole.
1: The, on paper, it's supposed to be the greatest thing ever, but the fact that it was in an, in an arena, indoors, uh, based, pretty much a hardcore sh- You know, it's a hardcore show with yeah, all the ghoul yeah, backdrops yeah. on it. I don't think it translated well into an arena setup. Yeah. Well, how well? How far back were you? Because I was in a shitty spot, too. So. <laughs> and the sound didn't carry well at all. And I don't know. You would think Los Angeles, people would get super into it, but the tickets were so expensive that I guess only the rich – only rich kids were able to go see them. Well, him. that was
0: the thing. It's like you had to be immediately on the ball and get tickets. And, you know, folks like us, you barely afford even the back seats, which is what y'all were able to nab. Yep. So it's like, you know, it, it's one of those things where, yeah, only the cool kids, quote unquote, you know, the richy riches get to really go enjoy it or the people that just willy nilly throw shit on credit cards.
1: Right. And I'm in, an, and then an, we were in Los Angeles. So imagine a lot of fucking Hollywood people were going just because it was. The trendy thing to go to for the weekend or whatever, too.
0: Same thing with, like, the old, um, when, it was before Guns N' Roses did, like, their full tour. They did that private show in L.A., but it was invite-only, and it was, like, so many celebrities were there and everything. And and it was just, but that's what L.A. is for, and that's why I just, I don't give a shit about L.A.
1: (laughs) No, L.A. was, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed uh, a few things about it, but. Like what? Um, like what well, cap what did you enjoy I saw it on your face to fucking hide it <laughs> oh just all the nerdy stuff along oh. Sunset Strip and uh, with the rainbow and the whiskey and all actually the whiskey was kind of disappointing but
0: I, that wasn't where I thought you were going with it <laughs> I don't
1: know. where were you going with it we saw the dwarves the night before I the know misfit I'm show. actually more pissed off about that one to be honest the dwarf show was infinitely better than the fucking misfit show we went to and that was at a fucking uh, 500 cap room <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about the legal weed Oh, well, that too. Cuz <laughs> <laughs> cuz uh,
0: you were like eh, it has this perks and then you, I saw your face just kind you kind of wandered off for a second. I
1: was like, "Oh, uh-huh, and what is that cap?" <laughs> I, oh, that wasn't even on my mind. I'm just uh, so I'm just so used to it now. I just don't even think, <laughs> say, "Hey, what's it like to smoke weed in Los Angeles uh, legally? Same thing it is. Same <laughs> if physical. you're cool anywhere else." <laughs> yeah. If you're not an idiot anywhere else, it's the exact same thing. <laughs> No,
0: so I I, I've just never really had an affinity for LA. I've always I'd want to do
1: more New York stuff. Philly's awesome. Uh, What's weird about Los Angeles was that uh, the Hollywood, uh, like Sunset Strip stuff that we all nerded out on. I mean, that was fun. That play like doing all that. I bet it's all sanitized now though, especially with Lemmy being gone. It is. It's very touristy. But I was about to say the actual city of Los Angeles can go fuck itself. Because we went downtown for that dwarf show and took a ride, uh, an Uber or a Lyft, one Let's of them. Take a ride. And uh, getting into downtown Los Angeles was sketchy as fuck. Oh, yeah. Just dimly lit. And this was like a good 10, 15 minutes of driving through it, too. And we're going, we're about to get fucking robbed in this fucking Uber. <laughs> this is all an elaborate ruse. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely, it was a. Uh, Definitely made me nervous a little
0: bit. So well, Philly's like that. Philly's not fully sanitized. You can definitely play uh, good block, bad block,
1: right?
0: <laughs> and and, it's, and this is still the cool thing about like here in town. You know, you the city officials have kind of sectioned off the good and bad areas, what they denote as good and bad areas. You know, the yeah, so but in Philly is still like the okay. Clearly, this block is the rundown. Here's some boards up in the windows, a spray right. paint. Literally, the next street is like John Vavardos, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then it's like next to that it's like Burger King and a Chicken Shack, and then you know you'll have a little strip of like maybe a grocery store, and then all of a sudden it's like rundown building. <laughs> so it's like that's still really cool about it, is there's not that pretentiousness. Everyone still intermingles. All the communities just kind of blend together. <laughs> yeah. So and and I'm sure. You know, there's a lot of people that are going to listen to this and be like, "Fuck you!" You hadn't really seen it. It's like, well, I mean, I was I traveled with a band. We've stayed in some uh, f- uh, uh, flop houses. Hell, Charlotte's you know, so. like
1: that to an extent too. It is,
0: and it's like, but you know, there's extremes on all ends of it. But it's right. like the experience I saw. You know, just. It was a little punk rock band touring in a van. There was like five, six of us in a, you know, tiny, tiny little van. And we just drove up to Philly. We had some buddies up there and we just stayed in some squad houses. And just the experience I saw, just, you know, basically being an outsider and kind of quote unquote on the street, it was just barely a little room we were staying in. You know, we just, we walked the night, a good bit of the night. So we saw what the nighttime was like there. So it's like, I saw it, you know, yeah, just, it be, was whatever. Just be aware and don't yeah. be stupid. Yeah. And that's basically what it is. So my my experience in Philly was fun. So I, I would like to go back. I spent about maybe two, three days there doing that. I want to go to Philly. It was nice. <laughs> Hell we, yeah. Well, we actually may be able to get a little bit closer up that way. Maybe do like a rim Pittsburgh date here soon. I'm, I may or may not have been talking to Devin of the Cheats. Shout out to Devin yes. and the Cheats. <laughs> no, because uh, actually, this past weekend, I went to uh, Davy and Lacey's uh, wedding. Actually, what? Yes, two days ago? Friday? Yeah, I went Friday. And uh, it was like a cool dirtbag reunion. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh Davy Dirt and uh, Lacey. Actually, I will be getting Davy on soon. I talked to him at the wedding. and Excellent. He <laughs> is 100% stoked for this. And if we can work it out. You never know what might happen. He might be a regular special guest because <laughs> he is I'm super... Told- like, once I finally explained it to him a bit better, like, he is really stoked about doing it, so... That'd be fun as hell. Let's and get- he's got some fun stories. We've done a lot of shit, so... <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> so, the Davy episode will be fun. This will be Waiting for Davy. That won't be the title of this, but no. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> we well, probably won't have to wait too long. We, have, we don't have to pester this guy like Matt Daigle. <laughs>
1: Matt Daigle. We still have, a. Uh, I think you got Steve hooked on your uh, choice of Japanese whiskey, sir. I saw saw that on Facebook. Um, uh, Steve had picked up some Centauri whiskey just to ride out the storm. It's good too. Like I went uh, to the studio when we were figuring out business going forward for the studio over a glass of uh, the Japanese whiskey, and it was, it's, it's just good. For a glass to to sip with and I was done for the day I was like "All right." yeah word yeah you sent me that message yesterday you were like I'm just over here drinking at
0: Steve's I was like oh okay (laughs) I guess storm isn't that bad
1: (laughs) when I say a lot of stuff's happening in the studio where we go and have to and just talk business that's how serious things are getting (laughs) No, I'm
0: really looking forward to uh, getting a bunch of our friends on here and kind of sharing some old stories, especially since uh Will edits most of these episodes. It'll be fun to finally get him on an
1: episode. Yeah, still still need you to move into town, dude. I know. William.
0: <laughs> we, we, we've brought it up a few times. We, you know, we hadn't heard anything back from you on it. So, yeah. No, it's going to be really cool, especially since now we've uh, gotten this a bit more mobile. Um. Anytime we head out of town, we can finally start talking to some folks. I really want to get to uh, get Brad on here too.
1: Oh yeah, we're already making moves on that on my end and your end, and Mm -hmm. uh, we we got some cool stuff lined up. Yeah,
0: Uh, from Fifth Man Radio and the idea of us doing this, uh, we've gotten a lot of people really interested, and I think some folks will kind of be. Not really shocked but surprised by some of the folks that were able to get in here considering their personalities and actually that they agreed.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Namely someone right over all well actually he's not on the wall but a member of someone right on that wall over there.
1: I I see it. I know who you're talking about. We'll te- we'll, we'll tease that and keep everybody updated on that uh, as You want the, to pull uh, the
0: microphone away from your mouth just a to touch there.
1: Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> asshole <laughs> have fun with that <laughs> yeah i know because i might be throwing this together quick to get it out fast just as a hey <laughs> so so what you're saying is the r2d2 uh, robot on your wall there yes is r2d2
0: is gonna come in here and he's gonna or we're gonna see if we can get
1: him to be uncensored <laughs> i don't know i hear, the, I hear he's got a, he's got a drinking problem he just slurs all over the mic and that's why c3po has to Calm him down and say, you, you slussy, watch your language. c 3PO has a stick up his ass all the time. <laughs> He's always got R2 cussing at him all the time. <laughs> oh, but uh, Repo Records is sponsoring this episode Yes, like Repo always. Records.
0: I uh, actually have not been able to stop in there recently, but if, you, if anyone in the Charlotte area is in the Commonwealth Plaza Midwood area, they are open Monday through Saturday, uh, basically from afternoon till evening so stop on in if you need your fix on cds dvds vinyl all the good
1: stuff jimmy repo will be happy to hook you up and they usually have tickets to some local things that Live Nation puts on. Yeah, Live Nation usually hooks
0: them up with tickets, so you can either purchase, or sometimes they have some for giveaway, like uh, when they're able to hook up Fifth Man Radio with tickets for that Judas Priest show, so yeah, definitely run out check those guys out, Uh, Jimmy has some of the best prices I've seen, he honestly, he scours Discogs, he stays up to date on trending prices, so he's not one of those guys that... He brings in something and just jacks it up simply because he knows he can. He
1: puts it at a fair price. And he finds some, like, weird collectibles and stuff like that, too. Like, not too long ago, he had the the Beatles uh, yesterday... OG pressing.
0: Yeah, with the Butcher Baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went up and he sold that quick online because he, he, I think he has a Discogs uh, website and I know he's got an actual website. So some of the bigger uh, collector items, yeah, he does uh, pedal on, online. So if you are looking just for some collectible things, Jimmy might have it. And as I said before, if he doesn't have it, if you tell him you want it, I mean, I, one time I just went in there, I was looking for something and I was like, hey, do you have yada yada? And he goes, no, but I will next week. I was like oh okay cool and sure enough I, I went in there next week I was like hey I was just actually I was just browsing through and, and then he just pulls out from behind the counter. it was the new Fratelli's record he pulls it up for me I was like oh right hey on. he's like I told you I'd have it <laughs> <laughs> he'll hook you up yeah so you know if, if it's something you're looking for he'll definitely make sure you're taken care of and Hell, he puts on live music because we've played there acoustically. Annie Scene has played there, full band. Uh, Our friends in uh, the Boren Heist have played there. Absolutely. The trash Room. I think the Van Huskins have played there, haven't they?
1: Van Huskins. Uh, no tra- anger Control. Uh, has No anger Control played there? I don't know if they have. Maybe. They've. I feel like they have. Re- Repo gets a lot of local I wouldn't be surprised if they there, have, so, <laughs> right? So they may have and I haven't found out about it, but they yeah. get a lot of locals to play in store pretty regularly. So,
0: hell, we even had uh, Andrew
1: from the surf uh, he's out yeah. on Toy Fozzie
0: right now. We got him to come in and uh, do an
1: in-store and do an acoustic thing with us, and that was really fun. Oh, yeah. He, he nails it by himself as much as he does with the band. Oh, yeah, because he, he's just he's one of those vocalists, I look at
0: him and I'm just like, asshole.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or guitar playing-wise, because he really is one of the better new guitar players I've seen in a long time too with the three piece and everything they make it fucking work I think they've got some dates with Collective Soul coming up in the future too right
0: (laughs) wasn't their drummer
1: yeah might have been through that I was gonna say wasn't he part of it I think so yeah 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 so yeah
0: that's that's just gonna be damn I would honestly look more fun forward to that than the Fozzie tour right I like Jericho's podcast, but one band's the music's gonna,
1: a little butt rock. You're going to go from uh, Jericho going, yeah, to Collective Soul going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, I, I would prefer just to see Stir by Themselves out of either, but you know. Right. <laughs>
1: God. now I'm glad they're getting consistent work like yeah, that, too. That,
0: I'm so happy for them, because uh, we just got randomly paired with them at the Milestone. Buck Huck, uh put us with them. And ever since then, it's like, right after that, they were like, oh, we're going on tour with Fozzy now. I'm like, oh, word. And then they did the Rock and Wrestling Cruise that uh, Jericho was doing. Now he's on tour with them again. So I was like, fuck yeah, guys. So I'm, I'm just really proud for them.
1: I need to find somebody uh, to rent out our studio to... Hook us up. No. And
0: <laughs> everything comes in good time. Don't be fishing for it. <laughs> oh, no, no. Exactly. Exactly. Everything everything happens in good time and everything happens for a reason. Like, hell, I've been talking about wanting to do a podcast for years and just never oh, I did. know. We and, just kind of just will it into existence (laughs) well literally my thing was like i want to do it but i don't want to start it from scratch (laughs) there's so many things i start from scratch i don't want to do it from this i want to kind of take a back seat and then just have input
1: (laughs) right and we're all just again figuring it out as we go along and shout out to cod pod network yes cod pod network those guys have been awesome i want i want to
0: get you on an episode of cod pod you need to do an episode
1: i know it because steve's probably not going to do it with as busy as he's going to be, in the next and plus trying few to get weeks. him to figure out anything technology,
0: <laughs> we would have to be there, and that would just
1: be a train wreck.
0: I think it'd make for a good
1: episode, but it would just be a train wreck trying to get it to work. Yeah, so I'm definitely down for a Codpod episode. Yeah, we guys. gotta get
0: you get we gotta get you on Codpod. That'd be a lot of fun. You gotta play for some shit for brains. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's our thing. Is like um, that. That's always the fun and challenging thing. Also, about starting this show is because Jerry and Dave have so many shows where it's just the two of them, so it's, it's going to be fun for us to make our show unique. You know, because I've wanted to think of some fun games, but those motherfuckers get all the good games. They play shit for brains and they've got the, um, would you rather and everything else. It's like those fuckers found all the fun games. I've been racking my brain thinking of something unique that doesn't rip off them or tell them Steve Dave or anything else we listen to.
1: (laughs) I kind of got something. I kind of got an idea. What do you got? We could just riff on this for a bit. What do you got? All right. Since, uh, I keep up with a lot of, well, not a lot lately but i watch a lot i used to watch a lot of football and i keep up with a lot of stuff that ha- happens outside uh on the outside the seasons and the post seasons and like the signings and the trades and all that and the scandals and all that shit i just keep i try to keep up with that the best i can and uh i thought about doing a segment with alex what since he loves this stuff so much <laughs> Pro- since the sports journalism it's all about takes and nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about, <laughs> okay? So I figured what would be hilarious if I got somebody that knows nothing about sports and get their takes on the current events. <laughs> like, what takes, though? <laughs> All right, over the weekend, what? Uh, why... Cleveland Browns uh, wide receiver Josh Gordon just got let go for the upteenth time. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what any of that means, but okay, he got let go. Well, I know thing.
0: what gets let go means, but I don't like. I know you're giving me names and like the team names I right. like, put it
1: in perspective. I have no vision for this perspective. Just a little bit of context. Okay. I'd like to get your uh, your take based off this context. Okay. So it's Josh just- Gordon has a history of failing drug tests consistently <laughs> okay what kind of drug tests weed okay, okay. yeah just like a uh, marijuana and uh, he's a and what sucks is that he's actually a very talented wide receiver but he keeps getting let go because he's an idiot and now he's being shopped around by everybody in the league but people worry about his character and that puts a big uh you know black black mark on his you know, um rapport, I guess, as far as getting out there with the league. So Alex, as somebody with no knowledge of the sport, what is your take on it? Uh is it
0: against the rules for him to smoke weed and still play the game? Yes. Okay, then whatever happens
1: happens. <laughs> I tried.
0: <laughs> well no, because it's like I, I that's one thing that really irks me is like people break the fucking rules and then complain yep. when they get bitched at it for it. So it's like, no, it's like I'm sorry. It's like even though I would kind of be in his same shoes of being a little butthurt about of being like, dude, it's just weed. What the fuck ever. I'm still great at my job. I still do good. It's like, if it's against their rules, I mean, it's against their rules. And there's like, and, and it's one of those situations where it's not like this is a job that so many people have. Okay, this isn't right. like the um waiter at a restaurant that's getting busted because on the weekends he likes to smoke weed, but he doesn't smoke at the job, you know, but he smokes on his off time and now the manager's getting on his ass for it. Okay, there's so many waiters out there. So what? Just I'm doing a good job. With this guy, it feels like that's a lot of a coveted position. So it's a yep. situation where all right, you're here, you got to watch your ass. If I was there, guess what? I wouldn't be smoking anymore. I'd be like, guess what? I'm getting a shit ton of money <laughs> and I'm doing this. So I'm not going to do this anymore until I'm ready to leave the league. I'm going to mind my P's and Q's and save my money. And then when I'm ready to get the hell out of there, I'm going to get the hell out of there and live my life. And, I'm sure you and get- if you don't like the rules, go ahead and get the fuck out now.
1: And with his As dinged up as he gets On the field From contact And stuff like that I'm sure CBD oil Would, would help with his ailments Just fine Exactly So there's also
0: Maybe a situation Where the league
1: Yeah The okay. league's gonna the have The league to... needs to I, I didn't know who Dave No see Exactly this. <laughs> you
0: can,
1: this, this is all sports <laughs> journalism
0: is Just common sense <laughs> With sabermetrics Well I just want to make sure I'm calling out the right folks I didn't know <laughs> No like, you're right No you're absolutely okay. right It's so all So the, the league. league maybe Needs to look at current sciences if maybe if CBD is triggering that drug test if maybe that's what he's doing it for and not just a recreational I want to get fucking high purpose you know if maybe CBD is what he's doing yeah maybe the league needs to look into modern uh, medicine and alternatives like that and see that that does actually help but if that's not what it is, then that's all null and void. So,
1: right. You know, I have
0: absolutely no idea.
1: <laughs> there's a, there's a situation early in the off season where one of the wide receivers for the Patriots uh, failed a drug test, and the league couldn't determine what the drug what the uh, uh, substance was that he tested positive for. It was
0: thing bagel.
1: It was it was a it was a whole thing where they couldn't determine where they couldn't figure, figure it out, but they were we're gonna suspend uh, suspend it's always, them anyway. It's just
0: always blaming it on the poppy seed bagel. If they can't figure it out, it's the poppy seed bagel, man. I, I, I was feeling lucky
1: today. I, I, when I feel lucky, I
0: had me a bagel. I had me a bagel today. I saw it, sir.
1: <laughs> was that one video you sent last night? Where like I drank a. <laughs>
0: I put that fire out and I drank a whole bottle of Mountain Dew. <laughs> I ate this chili one time, it was so hot, I chugged me a liter, two liter of Mountain Dew.
1: We'll have to put that uh, out on the, on the Facebook page for context. Definitely. <laughs>
0: oh, God. If people could just see the group chat, <laughs> some of the just ridiculous shit that gets send in there. Uh. uh. Ew. <laughs> you had Bojangles. Don't judge me. Hey, Bojangles is a good way to start the day. And I actually called them earlier just to make sure they had power, like, before you came over. <laughs> right? <laughs> you were like, you want to go? After we figured out where we were eating, I, after I hung up with you, I
1: called them. I was like, do you all
0: have power? And they're like, yeah, we do. So like, sweet. We'll be on our way.
1: <laughs> I thought their shit was broke at first when nothing was going through. <laughs> God, with this whole hurricane
0: all of all states, North Carolina wound up being the one memeing the shit out of it online, right?
1: <laughs> there are so many s- just like, come fucking get us. <laughs> there are so many stupid fucking Facebook events <laughs> where it's like, uh. Uh, at such and such location meet up to flip off the hurricane (laughs) play sad music to drive it away (laughs) why don't we just take hurricane floors and push it over here (laughs) everybody's like Lieutenant Dan and uh, Forrest Gump where where he says you call this a storm (laughs) do a Kamehameha wave at it because we're 35 and still Dragon Ball Z nerds you are I don't like that shit you are the next Hey, that was a Tennessee star first <laughs> of That was a Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> no, I had a, uh, for context, I had a uh, little chain that's busted <laughs> as fuck now, but I got it at a little Etsy shop that was in Knoxville and it had like the little Tennessee orange and white stars on it because the Tennessee flag is cool. <laughs> It looked just like a Dragon Ball. Yeah, but it was orange, <laughs> but it had like all the shades of orange that a Dragon Ball is, and everybody say everybody would say, "Sweet Dragon Ball necklace, dude." And I'm like, <laughs> even Mikey said it, <laughs> and I loved it when I was a kid. But I'm an adult, and it's like Lord of the Rings, where it's just like it's it's a good good versus evil tail and that's it. <laughs>
0: did you uh, did you ever wind up playing
1: Pokemon Go a year or so back when it uh, hyped back up? Briefly. <laughs> and Then I got bored with it like I do with anything <laughs> video game wise or uh, anything like that. I played
0: it there for a hot minute and then it's like, the one thing I wanted was to be able to actually battle friends. And they took so long to actually t- put that as a feature
1: that I, I just became uninterested in it. Yeah, this is the online gaming thing I've never really been interested in. I like playing with, like, be- being in a room with friends, playing, you know, old school video games like Nintendo and shit like that, too. Just for, like, a few minutes, and then when we're done with it, we're done with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, and that was the thing, is like, that. that's why in this room we have the 64, the Atari, and the NES, and soon, hopefully, a Super Nintendo. I just want to get that in here. And... It's like that That to me is fine because I'm looking forward to the new Spider-Man. I'm definitely going to get that. My birthday is coming up soon. So I'm probably going to use that with my birthday money and get that.
1: If you follow William Nunn, my, our editor on Facebook, you will see nothing. But Spider Man PlayStation photos. <laughs> that's what he does at home. Oh, I know.
0: And it's like, that's, he, everyone's been hyping me up for it and I'm a huge Spider Man guy. So was like, I've been really looking forward to that game. So I'm going to play the hell out of that. And there's a couple uh, two player games that Morgan really, really likes that um, I'll play with her. But like,
1: When it really comes down to it, I can kill five hours playing Super Mario 64. I would rather... Yeah, exactly. I'd rather do that anyway. And all my money gets spent on music equipment. (laughs) Yeah, and that's
0: the only reason I didn't pre-order the Spider-Man game or do any of that. It's just like it's really hard for me to justify spending like, what? how much is it? 60 bucks essentially. Yeah. It's hard for me to spend 60 bucks on that when It's like, I know there's so much I need to get done that it's like, not only do I have to spend the money on it, but now that I, I have to spend money to put off doing other things because it's not, you spend $60 and now I listen to it all day long while I'm taking care of stuff.
1: Right. You know, it's,
0: I spent $60. Now I have to sit down and use it. Just wait six
1: months later for when it's being sold for $20. Well,
0: not even that, (laughs) but it's like, you know, I just have to spend money to sit down to take time away from my day to do it.
1: Exactly. And and it's
0: just like, it was hard for me to justify actually spending that money on it right then and there. So I've just, because you just get so wrapped up and involved with it. We're taking it back to the old games. You play a couple rounds of Mario Kart and you're done. You yeah. know, it's like you have the ability to continually unlock new tracks and everything, but it's like you don't get 100% sucked in because theoretically after 20 minutes you played a
1: cup. And know? I, and I use video games to shut my brain off.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so it's like it, it's fun just to plug in and play just play some Galaga. You know, mm-hmm. I
0: play, I, Morgan and I were playing the hell out of that last night. We got Mario 3 to work for a second. <laughs> yeah, I saw it.
1: I, I, I see it on the floor in front of me, and I was kind of excited about that. Yeah, what's, the, got, what's the deal with it? it? It's just, I'll get it to work for a minute, and then it'll just
0: reset. Uh, so the cartridge is just bad. I tried giving it a real good clean, and I got it to work at some point. I have a feeling I just need to replace that cartridge and the system at some point. But it's like I know the system still plays things, so I'm not too concerned about that. I would just like to be able to get a new Mario Three cartridge.
1: I think the last video game I spent money on was Metal. When it was a brand new thing, was yeah. Me- Metal Gear Solid Four, <clears throat> and that was already ten years ago.
0: <laughs> to be honest, I don't remember the last system or game I bought. Even within the first month of launch. Right. Because it took me a long time to get my 360. By the time I got my 360, they were announcing the One. Right. So, I had just gotten my 360, and then, like, I would say maybe six months later, they uh, released the One to consumers. And I had a 360 for the longest time
1: until maybe about a year ago I got a PS4. Yeah, and all the... Three sixty already has so many fucking games on it anyway that you have that you could probably get for ten dollars that yeah. might just be fun at any like little GameStop or little outlet anyway that you could kill time with. You don't need to buy everything brand new like on the spot.
0: Exactly, and that was my other concept, my other thought process on it was if I wait a little bit to get these game systems, the use selection is going to be a lot wider, and I can mm-hmm. get a lot more games for it. And that's the reason I waited so long to get the PS four is now. I mean, they're still releasing great brand new games for the system, and the back catalog is so great. So
1: And it's not like the graphics are that much different from a 3 and a 4.
0: Well, nah, I would disagree on that one. Some of the new stuff they're doing on uh, the PS4 is just amazing, especially compared to the 3. Maybe Uh, I'm just out of the loop. (laughs) Honestly, you are, and the only reason I am is because Morgan and I, we don't watch TV, we watch YouTube. YouTube is our TV, and there's a lot of YouTubers that we watch, and there's a couple game channels that we watch. and So, uh, like this one channel Game Grumps they'll go they'll play anything from like classic arcade stuff to brand new releases they just play everything those were those guys that did the uh consume Prilo sick and right. shit like that they're genuinely funny it's like they're in their 30s and 40s so it's like they grew up on video games but they still it's like a podcast with a video game in the background Mine, so it's really fun
1: mine's on gear on t- my YouTube uh, TV stuff is just gear talk <laughs> so I don't know what's nerdier
0: <laughs> yeah well exactly so it's like it's just nerdy on the different spectrum. It's, right. e- it's either listening to 15 minute daily episodes of essentially a podcast with some people playing a video game in the background, right. or it's people playing with guitar stuff talking about it <laughs> for a couple of times a week. So. And so we'll pl- watch that so we'll all of a sudden see a game from like PS2 and PS3 and then we'll see them playing like a brand new game and it's like holy shit these graphics are fucking amazing <laughs> I used to
1: watch like uh, since I would, wouldn't want to jump the money for like any of the Batman games I would watch like all the cutscenes and see how the story unfolds and everything yeah. too. and those would be fun to watch mm-hmm.
0: no and, and, and that's a cool thing especially with the Arkham games is they kind of put together the cutscenes where it almost plays out like an animated movie
1: and that's and sure there's six hours Long, but
0: <laughs> it's a six hour long movie. It's a six hour
1: long <laughs> Batman movie with Ken, Kevin Conroy's voice. I mean, right? there's and, no, nothing and, sucks about that. And Mark Hamill there for a minute, and he was doing some of the Jokers in those. Yeah, he kind of he came back uh, unannounced on that last game, which was pretty cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: Where he was like a ghost in a on a scarecrow uh, drug mm-hmm. that was in Batman's head. I know we're nerding out like motherfuckers, <laughs> big well, time. Well, anything goes
0: on this No, but I am really looking forward to the new Spider-Man game because
1: they've not had a good one in a long ass time. I had the Web of Shadows PlayStation Three one. Did you that one was have that? okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think I had that on Wii actually. So I had like the super
1: downgraded version. <laughs> there was a lot of replay value in it, but the control spider-man and playstation games or like with the it's always been kind of like similar ever since the, mm-hmm. the Toby Maguire era Spider-Man yeah, yeah. games. It's always been consistent like that, but I've always had trouble with it. Well, see, I, the one everyone always raves about, and I would have to agree, uh, Spider-Man 2 movie
0: game. That was right. fun as hell. I loved that. And the second favorite for me, I played it on GameCube. I, I lost the, the fucking uh, disc for it, and it was scratched to hell I played it so much. It was the ultimate Spider-Man game. It was the one that looked like a comic book.
1: It was the uh, one actually based
0: on the comic book series at the time called Ultimate Spider-Man.
1: Was, uh, was uh, Human Torch mm-hmm. on that one too? Yeah, Human okay. Torch was
0: on it. Uh, you could either play as Spider-Man or Venom. The Venom mode was basically Rampage mode where you're just running around the city, destroying stuff and That's eating right. people. Those two were my favorite games. And it's like there hadn't really been a good one since then. But seeing all the trailers and the gameplay of the new one, I'm I'm looking forward to this one a whole lot. I think it's just going to be really good.
1: Bre- breaking news. The National Weather Service has issued a flash flood emergency. Oh, boy. For our area.
0: Let me see if I can actually get up and look out the window. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the fucking... uh, Did you see
1: that flood out there? That was so (laughs) crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm so wet. I'm so just drenched right now. (laughs) You, you're wet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's what... That's totally what happened, guys.
0: (laughs) Nah, the National Weather Service fucked up our phones and gave us an alert and turned off our recorders (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) yeah so anyway what were we talking about (laughs) talking about video games and spider-man the spider-man video games i'm just looking forward to the new spider-man game it actually looks really
0: fun aside from those other two that i play i just not really played another fun one so yeah that just looks really cool
1: yeah i was always a batman guy when i was a kid that's why i was like more excited about the arkham games than anything else
0: yeah i want to play in i've got arkham what was the What was the first one?
1: Uh, That was just uh, Arkham Asylum. Okay, I've got that one. What was the second one? Second one was Arkham City, where uh, that had Two Face and Catwoman in it. Okay, you play Catwoman in the second one. Those are the two I've got.
0: Yeah, the, and then after that, I didn't wind up getting
1: any more. And a third one was weird because... Oh, had was that Origins? Origins, where they had okay, a yeah. completely different new uh, set of voice actors and shit. Yeah, and then there was one more after that where the voice
0: actors came back or yeah. something like that. And
1: that was really solid, too. They had a uh, Jason... It was a Jason Todd narrative and everything, too. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed the last two, but I've got the first, and the, those were a ton of fun to play. I liked the um, uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC Really? <laughs> yeah. Have you, have, uh, we played that one a little bit.
1: Yeah, we played that a little bit. I never got. I remember uh, playing it when it first came out, and I could never get past like the third or fourth stage. No, I like that one and the uh, Injustice. Both of those were really fun. Injustice, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the new uh, the uh, Anniversary Mortal Kombat game that came out too.
0: I played a little bit of that one. I actually really want to get that. I haven't been able to play it much because it was only for PS4. But now since right. I got that, I actually want to get it. Because no, isn't that the one that's got uh, Freddy in it also?
1: Uh, I think it was Jason. Uh, they have they do something. They do a horror movie icons for like yeah, yeah, every yeah. Uh, release now.
0: And that's always so cool is I would love to play as one of the horror guys. That would be so fun. They've done
1: one with Jason. They've done one with Freddy Krueger. They've done one with the Predator. <laughs>
0: Yeah, see, I I would love to just I want just a beat 'em up game of all the horror movie characters. That'd be fun.
1: Did you did you have any interest in seeing that new Predator at all? I mm, don't really. really, either. No.
0: <laughs> I heard it was good, but it's like, yeah. did
1: you ever watch that one with uh, Adrian Brody? No, no, I didn't. That was it. Wasn't a terrible movie, but if you haven't seen it, uh, it's it's. Adrian Brody and a bunch of you know mercenaries, and then T- Topher Grace is there as like the nerdy guy <laughs> doing Topher Grace shit, and it's, and then it turns out like he's the most sinister of them all, and it's like and it took me out of the movie. Really, Topher Grace? I, was, yeah, was, Topher was, Grace turns out to be like the villain in it. I'm like, really? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and Adrian Brody's just like jacked, like Schwarzenegger. I'm like what know. <laughs> covered in mud and that in that Schwarzenegger pose and everything too now,
0: I think the character designs and everything are really cool for predator but it's just I, that was a franchise I could never really get into
1: yeah because there's only one good movie
0: yeah so it's just I, I want to go back and watch them now but it's just, I tried when I was in my teens and it's just it didn't grab me
1: hell I got it HBO Go account. I think they have all of them available for streaming on HBO. Shit,
0: you got an HBO Go account? You ain't letting a brother know. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll ask my roommate what
1: the codes it, what the codes are, and I'll hook you up
0: because <laughs> I didn't add that shit to my Amazon, and literally that'll unlock it on every device I have. Hell yeah! <laughs> and then we can watch anything over here too.
1: <laughs> they have all the the, uh, the Predators and all the alien movies too. Oh
0: shit! Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta let me know what that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh man, no! I'm actually looking forward to the new Halloween.
1: Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis.
0: That actually looks really fucking good.
1: That's a. It's weird how like it's it's got a lot of potential, even though a remake of Halloween has been done.
0: Yeah, and there was
1: a sequel. But basically,
0: what they're doing is they're going look. The only one we're paying attention to is the first movie,
1: which good. <laughs> yeah,
0: that they're they're basically denouncing all the old other continuity. They're like, this is a follow up to the first movie. <laughs> I, don't,
1: I don't know. My favorite might still be uh, the one. What was the one with the Busta Rhymes? H two O. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> god, that was so fucking bad. <laughs> oh my god. I
0: remember. I remember that. I got that in my green uh, days of uh, really digging into horror. Right. As I had watched a lot of the other uh, Halloween. So I was like, H two O. Oh, I'd heard about this one. Let me watch it. And I watched it. I was like, Oh
1: my! It's god. super nineties <laughs> and cartoony and all the wrong, the. Bad Ways. It was
0: just so oh that, that's like right there up in uh Batman Return. No, not Batman Returns, A Batman Robin Territory. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, some, for Batman some forever. <laughs> for some
1: reason in the mid to late nineties, just all of the fourth rate sequels to everything were just getting uh-huh. pumped. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, we God. almost got a superman uh, Nicolas Cage movie in that time frame and now we're getting a new superman because Henry Cavill's out
0: I saw that it's like all right look what the fuck is going on with DC they don't have a batman and now they don't have a
1: superman are they just pulling the plug on everything and and just doing can, just milking wonder woman for all it's worth
0: I don't know but that's they need to just stick with wonder woman cuz it's apparently the only thing they've been able to do
1: right nobody's fired up about aquaman <laughs> no <laughs> Viking fish man. <laughs> that dude <laughs> has literally written written on the coattails of the hype for Aquaman for like years now. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, because they announced that he was doing Aquaman like what back in 2015 or 16? It's Something been like, like that. Forever
1: ago now. And that's been the that's why he's been A-list celebrity and the movie hasn't even come out yet, and it's been years. I know. And named- nobody like Justice League. I still haven't seen it. <laughs>
0: No, I haven't seen Justice League of I tried Batman v Superman,
1: and I was like, oh. <laughs> I gave it a try. I refused to watch Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's... Suicide Squad, I kind of went into it knowing I would hate it, but it was one of those... It's, it, it had the vibe of one of those dumb fourth-rate sequels from the m- mid to late 90s. <laughs> <laughs> that we were just talking about. <laughs> it really felt like I was watching one of those.
0: Well, it sucked because um, I love Margot Robbie. Yeah, I she's mean, smoking. I love her, and she—I so just hated the way they wound up portraying the look of Harley because I knew she could have done it right, and she was great. <laughs> well, it's like the whole look of it, though. I still didn't like that. I wish they had gone with a bit. I wish they had gone a bit more. With the jester look instead of the street look. Everyone had a street look. I wanted Harley to... She didn't have to wear the hat, you know, but it's like I wanted just a little bit more of that jester kind of look to
1: her. Yeah, I think post-Dark Knight, everybody wanted to make their shit a little grimmer than normal. <laughs>
0: to me, it just looked like Hot Topic puked.
1: The worst yeah. parts of Hot Topic puked all over a screen. And, and what sucks is that Jared Leto is a great actor, and I don't know why I they went don't with like, that direction with the Joker. <laughs> the visual directions they
0: went with that was just horrible.
1: And now there's – don't
0: don't worry. There's going to be about three or four Joker movies coming out, so you'll have your pick. Everyone's been talking about it, but at the same time, but it's just like, what are they doing?
1: Yeah, what is is Warner Brothers doing with their fucking – with their toys? (laughs) What what is Warner Brothers doing with their toys? Seriously.
0: It's like their animated stuff has been pretty good. Uh, Like uh, Morgan wanted to see Batman Ninja, which was like the Batman anime. Yeah, that was actually really good. So it's like DC Animated's doing an okay job. It's just they're doing a really bad job with their movies.
1: I mean, they kill it on CW too. I mean, apparently I couldn't. I mean, I don't watch it either. But but, I don't. I I don't watch it either. But they, they're on their what up, fifteenth twentieth season of what of their entire fucking catalog now, and it's all like deep cut. DC characters, yeah, and and I liked um a lot of people gave it hate, but I liked Gotham. That
0: was on ABC. That was a lot of fun. I, I I didn't catch up on the last few seasons, back when it
1: was actually getting good again. But the season, I stuck with it, and it was really good. I enjoyed that show. And who'd have thought Archie Comics would make a fucking uh, would be in everybody's collective <laughs> consciousness with Riverdale? The Riverdale, yeah. I, I couldn't care about Riverdale either though. I couldn't either. But if everybody talks about that. Everybody that talks about it. Loves it and hate themselves for loving it.
0: (laughs) I hate myself for loving it. They're just like, it's
1: so teen fucking stupid, but it's so juicy. (laughs) To to me, it just reminded me of like
0: Twilight Archie.
1: Yeah. That's That's the impression I get too. But the people I love that uh, watch it, love it and hate themselves for loving it.
0: I, I just I honestly couldn't care about. I that. mean,
1: I'm not gonna sit down and watch I it like, either. I like some of the
0: Archie crossover books they've been doing lately, like Archie meets the Ramones and Archie meets Kiss. Right, <laughs> those have been fun, but you know, I, no, I could, I don't care about Riverdale.
1: Yeah, it's weird. It's weird how it's just all that's been been uh, pumped into every form of media now with all these like off off brand uh, franchises and everything too.
0: Yeah, and and it's like I, I'm I'm happy for it, but at the same time, it still kind of sucks because it's like. What used to be counterculture is now pop culture.
1: Yeah. You know? And it kind of affects my decision on going and seeing a lot of these Marvel movies these days. It's just... I mean, they're still good, but still, at the end of the day, it's just like, well, it'll be, a, it'll always be around and it's never going to end, so... <laughs> well, I, Marvel seems to be the only one I'm giving the pass on. I feel like that about Star
0: Wars right now. Yeah. What you just said about the Marvel movies is how I feel about Star Wars. It's just like, it's still going to be there, and it's just like, I still pay attention, but it's like... I remember the way I felt when Force Awakens was coming out and I remember the way I felt when Rogue One was coming out and it's like I didn't have a lot of that going into Last Jedi and then I don't have it now looking f- I didn't have it at all for Solo no and, and I don't have it much at all as they're talking about Shooting is Beginning for episode 9 it's like I, haven't either, I don't man. feel the hype for it so but but I'm hyped for Captain Marvel. I'm hyped for Infinity War Part 2
1: or whatever they call the movie, or you know, the continuation of that story which is happening early next year. And I'm sure it's going to be good and everything. It's just I have I'm I have my interest invested in anything other than movies these days. I don't get excited about movies anymore for some reason.
0: Yeah, and that's understandable because there, there's a
1: lot of movies that I'll see that I want to see and then I just don't. Yeah, because people like provide their like theories on everything, and it's just one of those deals where it's like, well, that's up to whoever the filmmaker is.
0: So, yeah, that's so <laughs> true. But at the same time, I like the idea of people theorizing on things. There's a YouTube channel I actually watch called Wisecrack. Right. And one, of their, and one of their series is called The Philosophy of. And they'll just take a series or uh, someone or whatever and kind of break it down and be like, yeah, you're laughing at this, but maybe here's a deeper second meaning to it. They did it with Bo Burnham. They've done it with a few South Park seasons. I I think I showed you the South Park seasons ones with PC Principal. I think so, yeah. It was kind of like a uh, video essay Kind of talking about like yeah. what PC principle meant like in the real world, so it's like I kind of like that because yeah, people are sharing their theories and opinions on stuff, but sometimes they're able to break it down and kind of compartmentalize it. A I little think cooler. you
1: sho- I think you showed me the one with Rogue One before it came out. Yeah, so
0: it's like I, I think it's kind of cool when you know folks are able to do that sort of stuff,
1: and the people that put those videos together put in their work and do their research, like their damn. Uh, Dan Carlin from Hardcore History. Well, they get history. paid for it. They
0: get the YouTube ads. <laughs> exactly. so, you
1: know, it's their job, so they put the time and effort
0: into it. So, I don't know. I I, I actually kind of, yeah, just looking back on it, the Marvel movies are really the only ones I really get excited for now.
1: Honestly, you know what? There is one movie coming out that I'm probably going to be more excited about than the rest of, and that's going to be the Quentin Tarantino movie about the Manson family. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Queen movie. I don't know. Biopics can be tricky. You know, is is there a a good biopic that that you watch over and over again? Uh, I w-
0: I did watch it over and over again when it was on Netflix. But uh, what we do is Secret: The Germs.
1: I have not watched that. Have yet. Have you not watched that? No. That is, is it good.
0: Can- I think it's really good. Uh, that was the guy. I feel like an idiot because he was a popular uh, actor there for a hot minute. But he, uh, when the Germs were wanting to do some reunion shows, he actually filled in for Darby. He was such a dead ringer for it. Fuck yeah! Now when the episode's done, I'll actually show you a trailer. It's a damn good. I could have swore I showed it to you because I showed it to Mikey because I know he hadn't seen it.
1: No, I don't think I don't I don't even think of uh, this. First time I'm hearing about it, honestly. No, it's really good because I feel like that could work better than a. I don't know. The Ray Charles movie was good, but I, I don't set aside time to watch it again. The it's jo- been re- forever since I saw Walk the Line. Yeah, Walk the Line was good, but okay. See,
0: I, like I said, it's been forever. I remember Walk Hard better than I remember Walk the Line. <laughs>
1: and walk walk, walk walk Hard is an infinitely better movie than Walk <laughs> the Line. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that no out there. No, Dewey, too. you don't want this. <laughs> you don't want none of this shit. <laughs> it gives you a boner. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, oh, what what, what is it? It's marijuana. (laughs) Oh, will it give me a hangover? It doesn't give you a hangover, do we? (laughs) Oh, does it? does it give does it lower my sex drive it
1: makes it better or whatever he says I don't know
0: oh, oh does it does it make me feel sick you know where I maybe not want to eat or nothing
1: it makes you hungry or whatever he says. <laughs> yeah, the, the best
0: it, it makes you hungry it makes food taste better <laughs> my, my favorite
1: part of that is where he says I don't know it sounds expensive it's the cheapest <laughs> drug there is
0: <laughs> oh I don't want it to stifle my creativity
1: <laughs> (laughs) It enhances it. (laughs) But you don't want none of this, (laughs) doing.
0: It's cocaine. It makes all your bad feelings into good feelings. (laughs) And all your good feelings into bad. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, So, no, I'm actually... uh,
1: I'm kind of looking forward to the Queen one. I think that'd be an interesting one. And uh, I know everybody was all mad about how, uh, I guess, in the news, they were saying it's not going to portray... Freddie Mercury's sexuality. Someone but,
0: came out recently. And yeah, was but then it he, did. yeah,
1: yeah, the actor playing him saying actually it does. <clears throat> Yeah, so everybody so like, calm down. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: like, the, uh, do you not think in 2018 they're not going to give fair representation to something like that? Do, do they not understand that these f- people know about internet backlash and they would be
1: absolute idiots if they didn't? Right. It's like,
0: come on, y'all. And
1: it's being put together by the other members of Queen, too.
0: Yeah, it's like they they love and respect Freddie. They're, they're going to make sure that his true story with a Hollywood spin on it is being told. You know, it's like there's not going to be ever a 100% true biopic. There's going to be, you know, stretches and, you know, oh, this story wasn't exactly what it was, but it looks better on film if we do it like this. Right. Actually, a prime example of where that went horribly wrong was that CBGB's movie. Yeah, I still haven't finished that. I can never get through the whole thing. It was so bad. and It sucked because I like Donald Logue. Uh, Grounded for Life guy.
1: Yeah. I
0: love him. And he was in Gotham, too. He was a commissioner.
1: I always remember, always I I always remember him from Blade.
0: <laughs> yeah. Guy, <laughs> he was also in uh, Ghost Rider. He was Nicolas Cage's mechanic. That's right. <laughs> I only watched that movie like once. <laughs> Yeah, so it sucked because I really wanted it to be good because I liked him and he was in the movie. And the CBGBs, why wouldn't you want that movie to be good? But it's like... Hearing enough stories from the Dead Boys, from the Ramones, from Blondie, from all these people, it was, and then seeing the movie, I'm like, this is a load of horseshit. Somebody <laughs> read
1: Please Kill Me once yeah, yeah. and enhanced all the little
0: juicy things from it. Oh, yeah. it's like They made the Dead Boys into fucking, like, cartoon characters, It's the fucking guy from... It's a... Doug from The Hangover. I know, <laughs> as Stiff. <laughs> and, and the guy, and, and the thing that bugged me as a music guy is like when the Ramones were on stage, they were playing stuff from Joey Ramone's solo album
1: from the nineties. They couldn't get the rights to no, them.
0: <laughs> but I think they were playing "Spirit in My House," which was a nineties Ramones, well, a nineties Joey Ramones solo album
1: song. It was fucking uh, J.P. from Grandma's Boy yes. <laughs> as Joey. <laughs> uh, it was there was there was a lot of choices made during the casting of
0: that movie.
1: <laughs> What's the name of that one actress that played Debbie Harry in that movie? Who's who's like a Swedish, but is in like it was in a lot of movies in that time frame. I honestly don't remember. I, I honestly have blocked a lot of that movie out of my head. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I guess it's not that important anyway. But, yeah, don't watch CBG. It <laughs> It sucks. was not good. <laughs> I wanted it to be good. It was not good. It's well, like, also, I also don't like SLC Punk either, so. Nah. Well, it's like uh, the Doors movie with Val Kilmer. Where, like, somebody read Riders on the Storm once and took all the favorite parts from that too and made that into a movie i still love the dennis leary bit about do we really need a movie about the doors he's
0: like i'll sum it up for you in 10 seconds i'm nobody i'm drunk i'm famous i'm drunk i'm puke i'm drunk i'm dead
1: (laughs) i still love the music but but as you get older and you learn more read about jim morrison and stuff like that too and you just realize like he was kind of just a fat drunk Asshole. At the end of the day,
0: (laughs) he really was.
1: (laughs) He's this iconic figure, but I don't know. It's like the music's good and everything, but he's not the poet that everybody puts him on his pedestal. That (laughs) as you get older, it blows your mind as a teenager, but as you're an adult, it's like this is kind of stupid. As yeah, and again,
0: I I really like the music, but it's it it, it falls under that thing of you need to enjoy the music and not idolize the person. You know, if you enjoy the music, just enjoy the music. Yeah. And on that note, it's about time for us to wrap this up so we can go
1: make some music. Let's damn the storm. We're going to go make some music. And, uh... We're gonna get hyped for this uh, Halloween set we got coming up, so y'all stay tuned for uh, that announcement.
0: Yes, I was gonna say I, I was wondering if I was gonna have to add a TV bleep noise here if you're about to say the na- ba- name of the band that we're covering. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. We got to keep them interested. You gotta tease them a little bit. Get tease show, a little bit. Show, show a little tit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> show a little nip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, guys, this has been a little something good
0: for you. As always, this has been Alex Diff. This is Cap Nunn. and we're out of here, motherfuckers be peace or else that's fifth man radio we need a new one
1: we'll figure something I don't feel like figuring it out right now
0: <laughs> okay well that, zip it little... up and zip it out <laughs> zip it out <laughs> I
1: was watching Dave Chappelle the other day and he used that one of his bits <laughs> making fun of white people
0: <laughs> alright fine if we're, if we're ripping off Dave Chappelle and if people ask us why we say fuck them that's why that's why, why. <laughs>